Yo, you know what time it is. Crimes, cannabis, cocktails. Jane and Sado back at you with another podcast. About to get lifted, about to get tipsy, about to drop some knowledge. You know what's up? Yo. Who be doing the crimes? Who be dropping them dimes? Who be doing the time? You know it's fine. Every week, S&J on the hunt. And when we talk about this shit, you need some 40s and blunts. So take a puff, take a sip, take a chug, take a rip. Before we gotta flip and roll your ass in the rug, it's Triple C. Best podcast inside of the deep. On an audio spree, killing the first degree. Ayo, peace. Welcome to episode two of Cannabis, crime, and cocktails. Jane and Seda. (laughs) Our friends talked a lot of shit to me saying that we uh, used our names the Mm -hmm. whole time, which I didn't pick up on when I re-listened to it for some reason. Yeah, I picked up on it. I thought it was pretty funny. Whatever. So, this week, we first of all, just to recap, thanks for... For everybody that listened to our first episode. It was really appreciated. Sorry sorry we've taken so long to get this second one going. We're doing some heists that we both researched. And I made a margarita with now, shit, I forget the stuff I used. I, I used an all-natural mixer that I got at the Costco. And then I just did ice, uh, triple sec. I used Casamigos. Shout out to George Clooney. Um, and then I topped it off with the Topo Chico hard seltzer floater. We might be on our second. I might be on my second. Yeah. And we <laughs> ate ribs that Kevin's roommate made that were... On the smoker. They were delicious. Delectable. I'm going to be continuously smoking throughout this both a joint of Kosher Kush number one and another joint full of White 99. Ooh. Also, I'd like to say that I rolled both of these joints for him, yeah. even though I'm not partaking. Just want to and they're smoking. let people know I'm versatile. At least this first one is smoking very nicely. Yeah. <laughs> You're going to go first? Are you ready? Well, I do also want to say thank you to Effective Nerd for rapping a song about us. Thank you, Effective Nerd. For our intro. That's, Your... good. That's a good fucking name. It's a website, too, EffectiveNerd.com. Check it out, people. It's amazing. He's but fucking... you you met him through Fiverr? No, I met him on uh, Twitch. Okay, but he does Fiverr, right? No. Can you tell people about Fiverr? <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, Fiverr <laughs> is just a website that like a bunch of people put on their services. Uh, it can be a, from anything. I got my logo on there, uh, but this most... logo too or no? This, our... No, no, no. That was done by Effective Nerd as well for free. Wow, Effective Nerd, what's up? Shout mm-hmm. out, bro. Seriously, the guy's fucking amazing. Shout out to Effective Nerd. Yes. All right, so this time is heist. I'm going to go first, and we're going to try to keep it to 45 minutes, um, uh, which then Kayla will do her heist, but I'm going to start mine now. Okay, you ready? This is uh, a heist that happened. It actually happened on April 4th, April 3rd into April 4th. So Easter, Easter weekend in 2015 in, oh, shit. in England, so the Hatton Garden. So Hatton Garden is a, uh, they do safety, safe deposit box, and they've been around since the medieval ages. Where is it located? Is it in London? It's in London. Okay. Yeah. Think of the building itself more of, it's like a city street, 
and then when you open up one of the doors that gets you into the main building, the safe deposit bot, safety deposit bot, oh my god, safe deposit box business is in the basement. So it's safe or safety. It's safe deposit box, which makes sense. Yeah, yeah, because right. people yeah. call them safe. I always boxes. did too. Yeah, me okay. too. It's crazy. All right, just just check. I know, right? That's why I kept doing it. Um, but it's in the basement, so the rest of this little plaza area. So it's not. I don't know the exact address because it's eighty eight dash ninety. So it's eighty eight through ninety. It's all these different things in there. But you go all the way down to the basement to get to the safe deposit box business. That's like city like street corner and then you have to get in through this building. There's residents above and then below is how you get down there. Okay, so on April second the doors lock for Easter and they have no employees there, so it's a Friday. They have no employees there again until Tuesday. So they're closed for Good Friday. Uh, Good Friday, then they Through give Sunday. the Monday off as well oh, for okay. Easter. I, when I was in Germany, oh, Europe. Right? When I was in Germany, we got that time off. That's when I went to Italy. Holiday. Like, we had the four days off. Holiday. You know? All right, so I'm gonna got call a guy Basil because that is his code name. That's what the name they gave him. It stands for Best Alarm Specialist in London. Interesting. He is thought to have let himself into the building courtyard area using a set of keys now whether he created a set of keys himself or broke the lock in a way of like jimmying it it didn't say through all the articles i could read it said that he when he got up to the door he had something that got him into the into the door itself but then past that is a like a four code pin code that all the residents have they all have a key and they all know the pin code so he did the pin code got in no problem and then disabled the alarm system now, he disabled more than one alarm system, but one of them were triggered. Then the monitoring company called the police. The callers recorded and transferred to their CAD computer-aided dispatch system, which then assigned it a grade that deemed it no police required because Hatton Gardens had already suffered numerous false alarms over the past year. So it was like, cool, yeah, no issue whatsoever. Can I have ask a question? Yeah, of course. So... The safe deposit boxes are below ground. The business itself is down there, too. Below ground, okay. Mm-hmm. What's above ground? Is it residential people? Is it offices? Is there it... is a... So when I looked on the the Google Maps street corner itself, it's an entire jeweler district. So there's a jeweler business that's up there. There are resident... Yeah, there's mainly everything above that is residents. Okay, so yeah. him getting into the actual above part, not that big of a deal. Not that crazy. No, yeah. okay. So the alarm goes off, the police are called, and the security guard gets called to go check out the premises. So yeah, Hatton Garden is on a city street, uh, apartments above. The main doors are secured with a Mortise latch. Behind that is a four-digit passcode with a magnetic glass door. Basil opens the fire escape door onto the side street and allows the gang in with tools. That's where the alarm gets triggered. So the fire door being open for too long, that's what triggered the... uh, burglar alarm which he had thought he had disabled but he didn't that was like the only one that he did not that he didn't get the security guard comes he checks the front door and he checks the back gate both of those are still locked because they like close everything up while they're inside get it breaking into the vault itself so the security guard clears everything calls one of the owners of the safe deposit business 
and lets them know everything's good. And the person even cleared him to go home. I said, all right, cool, everything's cool. While the people are inside the building, like currently, how they get into the fucking vault itself is insane. There's a communal lift that is at the basement level where the business is located. It has a metal sheet thing, so they don't. You're not allowed to go down there with the elevator. The elevator doesn't even go down that far anymore. It doesn't allow it to go down anymore, but it still is available for the residents. So they brought the elevator up to the second floor. They disabled it, put an out of order sign on it, and then went in through the. It's they call it a lift shaft uh, to climb down to the basement where they force the shutters op- open with jacks just jack they like popped them open a little bit then force them open with jacks where they're met with bar gated door where they proceed to grind off four of the bars just like far enough that they bend them up crawl underneath that gets them access to the vault door next to the vault door is like wooden panels that they rip off and then it's 50 centimeters thick of reinforced concrete cool so then they proceed to drill a 25 centimeter tall by 45 centimeter wide hole to the other side only to encounter the back of one of the safety safe deposit boxes so you have to think the things like 50 centimeters thick of reinforced shit so they had to drill more than once they had to go all the way through and then take it out then they had to go all the way through and they had to take it again and they had to go all the way through so it's 25 centimeters tall 45 centimeters wide that is the only space that they were able to get through, but so the safety deposit boxes were on the other side, right? Um, Are they crawling through this space? They were going to be crawling okay. through into the other space, but the safety the safe deposit box, one of them are up against the concrete wall that they're grinding against. So the the grinder can't go through the the drill can't go through it, and they were unsuccessful. They brought a hydraulic ram specifically for that reason to push over the the thing to be able to crawl through uh and I, in a couple of different articles i read it said that they were unsuccessful in pushing it over because they used the tool incorrectly and broke the hydraulics in the base so like they were unsuccessful in getting the thing over at 805 the next morning they're seen leaving so this is all afterwards we can see where they have cctv cameras of them they, they, they like took every single hard drive in the building, which took out almost every single camera other than the CCTV, cam- CCTV cameras that got them above the fire escape. They are seen like at 8.05 talking right outside the white van that they end up jumping in and leaving. Brian is the main guy. Oh, I want to, I, I want, the main thing I didn't want to do is I didn't want to tell you about like the guys themselves. So there's six men in all. One driver, lookout, Basil the best alarm specialist, and then four other gentlemen that are, you could consider them the, the smart ones, the guys that planned this whole entire thing. I want to give you their names, but I don't want to tell you how old they all are. Well, let me finish the story first. Okay. Let me finish the story <laughs> first. Sorry. They did this on Friday. Saturday, the next day, they're leaving. Later Saturday that day, one of the men buys a new ram, one of the new hydraulic rams. They go back. Uh, one of the guys left the fire escape door, the latch open into, so there's the fire escape that goes into the building and then it goes out into a part of the courtyard that then allows you out into like a side street, but that also has a lock on it. 
and you can only access it from going out or if you know like a code or whatever they left that gate open to get back and it was discovered that it was open by a person that lived there and they closed it and then they subsequently locked it eventually on their way back out saturday during the day after the crooks had left unsuccessful so that was the doors now closed again brian said i will not return the smart one, the very intelligent one, he said he's not going to return. He, like, said no fucking way. And then 10 p.m. that day, Saturday, Basil enters the building to go make sure all the alarms are off and everything's cool. And then two of the other guys are at the fire escape door ready. And the guy said, I left this door open. And one of the other ones is like, if you left this open, I'm fucking out. If it's closed, I'm out. It's a setup. I'm fucking out. And he leaves. He fucks off. So it's just Basil and two other guys now. That's it. And they all go in and successfully use the hydraulic lift and smash over one of the things and then open up 73 out of the 999 deposit box in there. At 5.44 a.m., they're seen leaving the next day by the same CCTV cameras. And then at 6.44, they actually leave. They're bringing up duffel bags. They're bringing up like big ass garbage bins that come and get picked up Mm -hmm. all the time they bring like those out that like just it looks like it's so fucking heavy and like full of shit full of oh let me see how much money it was all total stolen up up to 14 million pounds which is a lot the equivalent of around 20 million right now all of it is untraceable because it's safe deposit box so the business doesn't know what's in there the only people who can give them information are the people that own the boxes. And some people, there's still one safe deposit box that's been broken into that nobody has claimed. Like, they won't come forward and tell them what's in it or anything like that. Out of the 14 million pounds that has been stolen, only 4.3 million has been recovered. Wow. They did get caught. They did get caught. It was funny. I read a couple different articles where they interviewed a previous bank rob a guy who used to do robberies all the time like a robbery expert or whatever and he was saying how these people must have been like israeli experts or eastern european people that like were hired specifically to do this job because also like that hole being as small as it is you had to be able to get through there i mean and out and the shit out and That's everything the crazy yeah thing. and like with it only being three dudes all like gold that shit's heavy you know what i mean and they they unloaded a ton of that stuff jewelry all that type of all that type of shit uh the way they got caught was there was a white mercedes and it was the tool the uh hydraulic ram that they used to push over they had to go buy a new one and there's only very specific it's a very specific tool so it was a very specific store that sold it uh, they went to one of the stores. And the white like, Mercedes. And the white Mercedes. They, they saw the white Mercedes. They followed that guy around, saw him talking to one of the other dudes. And, like, all they needed was him talking to one other guy. It was the guy that backed out of it. Because um, he was like, I planned all this shit. I want my fucking cut. Like, I want my money. This was all my idea. I've planned this for three years. You guys need to give me my cut. After the... I don't want to say FBI. Scotland Yard? I'm pretty sure it was Scotland Yard. After they were following the Mercedes. Interpol? They were following the Mercedes. No, no, no. It was uh, it was definitely because it was a London crime specifically, okay. you know. They were following the Mercedes for like a while. And then after a while, they finally he finally met up with that leader. And then from there, because of that, they were allowed to bug them. And then they bugged all of their calls. And oh. all right, so I, I got to tell you who these people are because 
I feel like that's the most important thing. These dudes. How long did it take him to get caught? Like, was it quick or was it like four years later? Like, how long do you know? So Basil didn't get caught for three or four years. Wow. Yeah. How long? Did he, you and go he to still jail? denies it. He still denies it. How long do you go to jail for? Basil went to jail for ten years, Something and like he's still getting time tacked on. Because they ordered him to pay back money, and if he doesn't pay back however much money, then time gets tacked on for that, too, as well. So, there was, like, specific things they were talking about, though, that I wanted to bring up about the burglary. At one point, I mean, this is all speculation. In one of the movies or shows that I had watched about it, they talked about hearing the guard. You know, like, the guys were downstairs, and they heard the guard, like, rattling at the door or whatever, and then one of the guys is like, let me take him out. I'll take him out right now. I'll give him whatever. And he's like, if you, even if you just knock him out, adding a person into a burglary, a burglary is just specifically unlawful entry into almost any structure with the intent to commit any crime inside, which I didn't know that either. It's not just theft. It, it goes from burglary to an armed robbery, which is a huge difference. That's doubling the sentence no matter what. Were they armed? Yeah, of course they're armed. Uh, yeah, they're burglars. Yeah, they're gonna have, they're gonna have weapons. I think almost anything will count as a weapon at that point too. If he knocks him out with a whatever, it's armed robbery. Yeah, it changes from burglary, which is I mean most of these guys, every single one of these guys got caught and pleaded guilty, got seven years. Some out in three. Yeah. I mean, it's kind of uh, crazy, right? Let me try like, to find huh? robbing a. I mean. Robbing a bank here is like a federal That's crime. That's armed robbery. That's armed robbery. That's why. Well, but no, because like, I mean, I work at a bank, obviously, and it's not always armed robbery. People aren't like big picture. We insure everything. So really, we don't want anyone to die. Mm-hmm. So it doesn't matter. That's the whole point. That's actually like the thing I was looking up. The difference between robbery and burglar, burglary. Oh, my God. The difference between robbery and burglary. Robbery is primarily a crime against persons, not property. So it's the unlawful taking of any personal property from a person by violence or threat of violence or cause of fear. So because a person's there and you are saying, you give me the money, that is... They're threatening. Exactly. Instead of breaking into something, no person's involved. They're just hurting the property. Property. And then stealing the money from whoever, doesn't matter, doing any crime... That's the main difference between that. If there's a person involved, that's where you're getting in more trouble. That's why these people who want to do burglaries and that kind of stuff, they don't want to involve people. They don't want people being there. They don't want to hurt anybody. I mean, some of them. One of these guys was previously charged, but the charges were thrown out uh, with murdering a undercover police officer. Yeah. I want you to guess how old these motherfuckers were. So I think Basil's 28. I think... How many were there? There's six in all, so... So Brian's the head guy. Uh-huh. I think he's, like, 35. And then, I don't know the rest yeah, of the Yeah, there's, like, four other... Okay, okay, so Brian, the ringleader, he is now 80. At the time, he was 75, 76. Oh, my God. Uh, John Kerry Collins, he's 78. Is so Basil? Was, uh, no, 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 no. His name, I'll tell you his name in just a second. So you're telling me these old-ass dudes were... Clock- there are for- movies about this where Michael Caine plays one of the fucking guys. Oh it's amazing. You don't understand. Okay, okay, okay. Hold on, let me get through all of them, all right? Collins, he's 78. Danny Jones, he is the one that bought the new... Hydraulic pump. Hydraulic pump. He is 64, so he was like 59, oh 60. 
Terry Perkins, who died in prison. R.I.P. He was died at age 69, and I'm pretty sure that was two years ago, in 2019. Oh, okay. Yeah. Basil. Basil was... Well, you know what? Like, good for them, right? What's his name? Michael Seed. 59. He's 59. That's so insane. To, to think of these people, too, when they were talking about the that expert, you know what I mean? Calling them, like, Israeli experts. Yeah, or, or like, <laughs> like a bunch of senior citizens. <laughs> or or um, Eastern European, like, extremists. It's just the way they, they knew that Brian... They knew that Brian was the ringleader once the person with the Mercedes got involved. Uh, when they got together, they were like, all right, cool, Brian is definitely the the ringleader, but who else was involved? And they still were thinking, not as... They, they all used to drink at the same bar together. and like pub. Yeah, and, and like pub. swap stories about like robberies and shit like that. You know what I mean? I thought that shit was so funny. Heist was planned and carried out by six elderly men who were experienced thieves, all of which were arrested, pleaded guilty, and received prison sentences in March of 2016. It's funny they call all of them elderly. I mean, it's basically anything over the age of 55 now, right? I think it's 65. When can you retire? 62? I don't know. You could be right. I have no idea. Sweet. Yeah, I think that's it. Okay, I'm going to do my best to uh, go off memory from this because I feel like I've sponged in a lot. So there's a lot of different theories about this. So I'm just going to go ahead and tell you how it happened first. Okay. And I'm going to butcher this guy's name, so I'm going to call him Leonardo and not say his last name, but it's Nota Bartolo. Leonardo Nota Bartolo. And the rest... spell it? Uh, N-O-T-A-R-B-A-R-T-O-L-O. Perfect. But I'm going to call him Leonardo. This guy, Leonardo, just a background, has been a criminal since he was like eight. Cute. Stole milk from the milkman and then stole money from the milkman in Italy. How cute. Uh, I think he's from Torino. Anyway... And then as he becomes a teenager, he, like, steals cars. He has, like, he puts together these other, like, smaller heists. And then, like, as he gets older, like, the bigger the job, it's not about the money anymore. It's literally about the challenge. Reputation, too, probably. So this is where it gets weird because this guy, he eventually gets caught, obviously. I'm going to say that up front. Mm -hmm. But it takes him a while to sit down and do an interview with somebody and for him to be honest. So he did this crime with four other people, his, and they all have nicknames. So his best friend is Speedy, like is this his boy is Speedy. Nobody else wants Speedy as a part of the deal, and honestly, reading the articles and going any, through anything, it just sounds like he was making phone calls back to Leonardo to be like, this is what's happening, we got through this, da, da, da. but he wasn't doing anything else. There's another guy they call <laughs> the monster. They're like saying he's a monster, like <laughs> thief, like but not. Oh, I not don't like know, a bad like, guy. Like not like a crimp. Like he's like also like a large man too. So it's okay. like weird. But he's like a an electrician, a plumber. He has his like diver's license. So he's kind of like has like a master of all, of all this shit. Oh, okay. And then there's this guy called the genius that basically he kind of figures out how they're gonna do all the motion sensors and the thermal sensors and kind of block all that shit up. 
And then there is the king of keys. So this guy that basically creates keys to get in and cracks codes. The genius also cracks codes. Okay. So that's his crew. So the story goes that a jewel dealer or some sort, this all takes place in Antwerp, Belgium. Antwerp, Belgium is the 80% of the world's raw diamonds travel to Antwerp, Belgium. To be like cut? To be cut, to be sold, to be, you know, traded, whatever. Like anything you, to be held there. So this place is literally called the Diamond Center. And there's surveillance surveillance cameras everywhere. And you know those like big metal things that come up in the middle of the street? Yes. Those are also everywhere. So like the only vehicles that can really go in and out are people bringing money and armored cars, stuff like that. But there's not buying stuff. Yeah. I mean, I don't even know about that part of it. Like I don't know if people are going in and actually buying things. I think this is just like where Mm. things are kept, traded, and then shifted, you know? Gotcha. It was some crazy percentage of the world's wealth is also held here, which is nuts. This gem drooler comes up to Leonardo or meets him. I don't even know how this meeting occurs, but basically says, do you think it's possible to break into the Diamond Center's vault? And he was like, no. And this guy offers him like six figures of some some form of money. Leonardo decides he's going to get a job as like a fake gem dealer and he works at the diamond center for two years wow commitment he rents out a place so then he has code so he's able to get in the vault he has safe deposit boxes in there so he can go in and out and stuff like that so when he does this he hides a little camera on the top of one of his pens in his pocket Mm -hmm. so and he takes pictures when he's in the vault so he takes these pictures and he's like listen tells this guy i don't think this is possible he comes back to him And he goes, just show me what you got. Cool. Gives him the pictures. This guy makes a replica room of the vault where all the safe deposit boxes are. With all the, like, lock contractions, the the thermal, you know, all of this stuff so they can practice in here. Leonardo also somehow gets this mini camera in the vault that is recording the, I guess, the social, the security guards. The schedules. Sure. This, like the people going in and out of the yeah, vault are letting people in and out yeah. so they can see the codes that go in. Because okay. I think the lock is like, it's one in one million of a code. So if you get it wrong, it's going off. Mm-hmm. Gets a code, gets a thing in there. And also there's a key, like an actual, it's a one foot long key that is going in. Once they put the code in, they're putting a key in and unlocking it. So he comes back and this guy that has hired him has like got this team pulled together of all these guys and they're all going to have their own jobs. So the king of keys is like, get me video of those keys and I will make a replica and it will work. Okay, cool. They get him that. Two years goes by and um, so February of 2003, the day before on the 14th, I believe, Leonardo goes into the safe. He goes to his safe deposit box himself. And he takes... So this is another thing that's not sure if it's woman's perfume or if it's hairspray. But he takes hairspray or one of those things. It's an aerosol of some form. Mm -hmm. And he sprays the thermal detector in the first open area of it. And they, at this point, they're unsure if it's... That's the only thing they're very unsure of if that's going to work or hold or not by that night. 
So the genius has gotten a ladder in a courtyard that is next to the building that is in a garden that is not cameras for some reason aren't picking up that goes onto a balcony that you can get into the building. What the f- Right. So Leonardo the reason he's called the This genius. is the craziest part too. So Leonardo does all this legwork. He works there for two years. He pulls all this shit together and the only thing he's doing is driving the getaway car. So he's waiting and he's got the police scanner in the car. He like rented a car and he's waiting for them. He brought the people together. Yeah, sure. <laughs> so they get onto the balcony and the genius has like this, I don't know, he has a shield basically blocking the motion sensor and he blocks it with it because every part of this building has security on it. Yeah. So they get in front of that. So now it can't detect them on the balcony. And then the monster gets into the actual building and from there, they take black trash bags and they put them over the cameras. So then they put the light on. So then the cameras aren't picking anything up because they think it's nighttime still. Oh, Let me remind shit. you, all the shit they use, you could go and buy at a Walgreens. Oh my God, wait. Yeah. So from there, they get to the they get to where the safe is, where the safe deposit boxes yeah, are. Yeah, that's what I'm wondering. So there's like, I think there's three levels of security. And then once you're actually in the area with all the safe deposit boxes, there's also a motion detector. But normally when you're in there, there's security guards and they're monitoring you. Right. So they know there's somebody in there. The genius takes like a aluminum thing that he had created to get through the first locked lock, which just like it's it's metal. It's like attached by magnets. Mm-hmm. So he gets that unlocked. And then they had the code from watching the security right. guards. And, then the key. and when they, well, so they had the, you know, master, the king of keys key. But they realized when they got in that the uh, security officers left the door open. So they just walked in and took oh, the original shit. key. Oh, shit. So once they opened up that door and got the key through, they got into the space with the, secu- the safe deposit boxes. And the monster, who's an electrician, knew that there was the motion sensor on the top and went in, like, punched through the ceiling, got the wires that connected it, and then, like, sent out another signal that basically would make it seem like there was no motion in the room. But isn't punching out the hole going to create motion? I don't know. Like, I'm sure he didn't put... I don't... I'm sure he didn't punch through the wall. How did he get in there with no motion? I I think that in the sense of, like, once it's unlocked... Like, there's, like, this grace period, and then you're in there, right? So I think that it's, like, you get in there, and then there's something else that you have to... That was the one thing that I don't think that they had. Yeah. And basically what he did was he connected the wires so the signal showed that there was no motion in the room. And then the master keys just use a crank lock to unlock, I think... I don't know how many... Basically, their plan, they were supposed to steal $100 million worth of items, of money, of diamonds, all this stuff. They were taking duffel bags, and they were there until, like, you know, we hours in the morning, and nothing hit on the police scanner. No one got alerted, and this is supposed to be, like, the most secure place in the world. Yeah, like, guards that normally check up on it? I don't know. I don't know. And I don't know if it's, like, they did so much research so they knew when they... Shift changes, or like, or like, there's One so the much guards. security that they like didn't have people no there and yeah. no live people yeah. in there. But they steal all these duffel bags and whatever, and they get in the car and they go back to Leonardo's place. And this is a big part of it. And they're all eating salami sandwiches. How much did they get? So then, once they get back, they realize they only got 20 million worth of shit. Oh. So 
this is like the big conspiracy about it, but let me just, I'll just tell you the rest of the story. So they have two years worth of research and receipts and all this shit. Like, you know, this guy fucking rented an office there. Yeah. Where they they have to destroy the evidence. So the plan was Leonardo and Speedy are going back to Italy. I don't know where the rest of the other guys are going. Speedy and Leonardo are in charge of getting rid of evidence. They're going to burn it in in France. That's the plan. Yeah. Speedy has like this crazy fucking panic attack. And they end up having to pull over in Italy still, or not in Italy, in Belgium still, in a forest, but it's pretty, like, you know, discreet. Or they might have made made it to France. I'm actually not sure. I don't want to say that. But they found this, like, very, like, rural area, but the guy that owned it, like, there was a bunch of teenagers that were partying there all the time Yeah. that he knew about, so he'd go and pick up the trash. They pull over, Leonardo gets gets his shit, burns it, Takes care of it and literally Speedy looks like he like ripped it all open. He like freaked out. There's like receipts everywhere oh, and like no. and by the time Leonardo came back, he was like, We don't have time to pick this up, we just gotta go. Leonardo actually goes to work that next Monday or the next day, the next day he's supposed to just to seem like everything's normal. Right. Guy who owns the land calls the cops and is like, Hey, there's a bunch of stuff with Antwerp on here. I know like the Diamond Center's there. I don't know if he had heard what was going on, but the salami, the deli they bought the salami from, <laughs> there was a receipt in hid the trash that they then went to the deli and pulled the camera, the recordings Jesus. from the deli, and there was Leonardo picking up the meat. Oh, and then he's connected God. to the Diamond Center because he's at an office no there. No way. Yes. It's so, it's so nuts. So he goes to jail for 10 years. Everybody else gets five years. Matt, king of keys, never gets caught. And he's like the old, from what I can under, I, there's no information really about him. He's like an older dude, but none of the, none of the money was ever recovered. They, none of it? All, all 20 million was, was it, not recovered. Was it diamonds? It was, was diamonds. It? it was cash. It was jewels. But like the craziest thing to me, I watched this whole thing on YouTube about it and it was you know, the people that the investigators involved spoke and all this stuff. And, like, there was one guy that, which is crazy because you would think they would require you to have insurance on this stuff, right? Yeah. Because a big thing of what they thought was happening is that this guy that sat down with Leonardo to tell him, I'm going to pay you this figure if you steal all of this, he told all the people that had the safe deposits to pull their shit and then they'd get the insurance money and everybody would make out. The other thing is they were thinking it was the guards that were involved. And that's why they never actually got caught or hit, like put anything off. That they, they knew got... that they were going to come in and everything was emptied. That's and they, they kept the diamonds million. and then they got the insurance back. Mm. But there was like this whole segment. There was a guy that had, you know, his, like, his family, earlobes and all like his wealth in these safety deposit, safe deposit boxes, and he was so stressed out, he had a heart attack and died. Oh, wow. And, like, you know, a lot, like, they didn't really, like, recover from it, but they've never, they've never found out where the 20 million went. I mean, Leonardo's out of jail already. He literally only went for the 10 years, and everybody else only went for five. I mean, they're diamonds. The other thing that they believe it was linked to is his cousin was, like, the head of the Sicilian mafia at the time. Um, I don't remember his name, but they were trying to, like, link all this shit, like, the Russian mafia 
or like like the stories I was telling before about you know the dealer that hired him to begin with was like oh I'm gonna get the I'm gonna double up and yeah. I'm gonna get the money and I'm gonna get the insurance money right 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 so they never recovered where the twenty million went those some of those people were just like shit out of luck where they didn't insure it and never got their money for still it. it's kind of like right around the same amount of money that these guys got it was. I mean, 14 million pounds, it was equivalent to like $19 million. But the crazy thing was it wasn't, they had to talk about what was what was actually stolen because some of it's like actual gold bars. Yeah. And like, that shit's not traceable, you know what I mean? And like, like I'm thinking about everything else that was taken there too. They, they were talking about the, the room that was, like, did the cops get called after Antwerp? Because... The moment oh, that they the no, they when in. they walk no, no no when they came in to work the next day or whenever they were scheduled to come back, that's when they called the cops because they they didn't leave any DNA. They yeah. all wore same. gloves. It was the same thing. And they basically the biggest part about getting Leonardo to talk was to be like, How the fuck did you do this? Yeah. Like how did you how were you able to I mean Did he do all ten years? Uh, I don't know if he did all 10 years. I'm guessing years. if he talked, then he probably... Well, he didn't... I think he talked after he got out of jail. Okay, then. And, sense. like, a lot of it... The only thing that's 100% true from his story is how they broke in. Because they could follow that. Right. And they could follow the evidence of, okay, yep, this happened, and yeah. then this happened, and this happened. But, like, the trail of who was, like, really involved and, like, how it all kind of got set up from there, that's very blurry. Because even when he got caught... What happened too is when they came, when the cops came to get him, when he like showed up for work, they took him to his house, and his wife was like walking out of the front door with like a box of evidence too. Oh my god! So like I, I don't know if she ever did. I don't know if she did time too, but it was. I don't know. It was just really interesting just to see like these regular ass people. How old fuck, is he? Um. I don't think they weren't that old. The old, the oldest one was. I think they that's were like in I their forties and fifties. Like, like that's what I mean. Like he's got ten. I mean, he doesn't have not ten years to piss away, but like he, he probably. Well, you'd think he, he got out in twenty thirteen. Yeah, so he probably got twenty fourteen. Yeah, time. Well, he actually did. Like he didn't get any of his time knocked off or. Anything I don't. Like I don't know, but I don't know about that. But in reality, if he did all ten, some years, of these guys have already gotten out. Some of the guys. Oh yeah, the, I think here. that a lot of the guys that were. Yeah, on this one, but but to think that that money is out there still, and it could be they could have it. Yeah, I mean, uh, only four point three million out of the fourteen million is gone been or, or has been recovered yeah. uh, from this. But I mean, like, I mean, there it's already happened. One of the guys died in jail. Like most of these other guys, they are uh, one of them. I don't want to like laugh about it, but he hid um, under the gravestone of somebody that he that he cared about he hid like a bunch of the jewels and stuff like that but then like somewhere tw within 20 feet of there he hid a bigger stash and when he was trying to get released he told them about the smaller stash the police had already found both of them so then uh... the police brought him to the grave or like brought him to the fucking graveyard and was like point out exactly where anything that you know is and they knew about both of them and he only pointed out the smaller one they were like you're full of shit so they brought him back yeah yeah he's i i was reading an article recently about his appeal like coming up or like trying to get out of jail but uh i i didn't see anything about him actually getting out right now basil uh the best alarm specialist in london who the actual name is michael seed he actually seemed like he was the one who was most beneficial out of it. 
because he ended up walking away. They all got caught. All the older gentlemen who all knew each other, they all got caught within six months. And like one of the biggest rules that they were talking about is after doing your job, you don't communicate at all. You don't communicate at all. And then if you have to like do money divvy up or anything like that, that happens six months out. You don't touch the money. You don't do anything with the money until six months out. And then you're clear. The two guys who worked with Basil downstairs, they communicate. They hung out and they're like, they boys. yeah. And well, like one of the guys was like, you're not supposed to be here. You're not supposed to come here anymore. And like the cops have a ton of audio of them. I mean, they speak like uh rough English accent where they're oh. like fucking swearing all the time and drunk and drinking yeah. you know what I mean like, I fucking right you know what I mean like shit like that and like they have like hours of recordings that the cops have to go through these they're guys, just like, like hanging out yeah like, seriously shit. like oh you want a steak oh fuck yeah remember that time you busted and then, like they get drunk and start talking about the job that they just did so they have like hours of them talking uh. about the job that they did talking about how they wanted to take a selfie in the um inside the vault for the guy who planned it because he wasn't there and he like refused to come they were like yo let's take fucking picnic they were like talking about that specific things happened for them to get caught most of it was stupidity like why would you bring your fucking own car to go pick up a piece of equipment that's going to be used in the robbery right well, I mean, like, oh, getting a sandwich, getting a salami sandwich, yeah. getting your ass caught. Although, like, so the crazy. craziest thing, though, is from the beginning, all these people did not want Speedy involved. Like, it's known that he's, like, because, you know, these guys have been robbing. You don't get the name Speedy if you're, like, right. on the job. But, you know, just it's known that he is anxious yeah. and gets panicked and basically finishes a job. And then once he finishes the job, he's, like shit like what the fuck did i just do right. oh my gosh like you know trying to get from a to b too quickly so yeah i mean just doing all this research and sitting through this is just i would never ever attempt to do anything like this and i mean i work at a bank so it's like i don't see the aftermath if people were to like go to jail but all the banks in the area they all talk so if if a bank five miles from me if somebody comes in and robs them and they get away with it or if there's a suspicious activity they send pictures of the people and they send them all around yeah. and i remember last year there's a woman that she'd like change her hair or her glasses or her hat and like kind of be incognito to some extent she robbed 11 banks and the craziest thing to me is people are going in and they're they're trying to pay their bills right they're like, I want $1,300. I think that it's just interesting, too, because it's, again, we're told, let them have it. It's yeah. insured. Whatever. Like, it's not worth you losing your life or being a hero. Like, give it to them. We are good. It's not. Again, but in most of these situations, in both of these situations that we just talked about, there is no other people involved. These are people. Exactly. Just... So you feel like less... Yeah. I mean, granted, I feel bad for the people that had the money and maybe that was their life savings and stuff. There was a really good but, uh, part that they showed in the miniseries that I watched. One of the guys, he was a, he had, he had his own diamond business, everything like that, but he was struggling for money and he did pull his insurance on his, on his savings deposit back and he lost like everything. And when they recovered, so when they recovered it, they recovered, you know, like $4 million of all that stuff with 
four out of the six people divvying. They were like divvying it up. You know what I mean? Right. Or no, three out of the six people divvying that stuff up. Uh, when they recovered all of that, the detectives, like, they had some of his stuff, but it was, like, in a container, and it was diamonds that other people, it was other people's diamonds, and then when they were giving stuff up, they put, you know, dumped his diamonds out and put different diamonds in there, and he, to this day, still hasn't recovered his own shit and was like, these aren't mine. And they gave him them anyway? No, no, he gave it back to the police. Oh. Uh... Yeah, and he still has, like, nothing. Well, it's stuff like that, it's like, if you're going to do shit like that, why wouldn't you insure it? Yeah, I think he was, like, really hard. I saw him in a ton of the articles, you know, mainly about who he was as a person because he was, like, an immigrant to London and everything like that. And then, so in the show, they did a really good job of portraying him. He was the very first thing and the very last thing they showed in the miniseries. It was phenomenal. Uh It was really good. It's only four episodes long. It's it's really good. Uh, He said that he uninsured it because he was, like, going broke right so, and, so insurance, I, yeah. and that was like i wonder how much i'm like, not i'm not sure how much that kind of insurance costs either i just would think like i don't know i, I can imagine that? that hatton garden definitely lost a ton of money they gave like they went out of business it's the well sure and at the end also it's like what kind of you have to have liability insurance for that kind of stuff yeah. like essentially yeah. again i'm i'm just going from what i know because i work at a bank it's I believe that if, like, granted, people are involved, if I got shot during a robbery as an employee, like, the bank has liability insurance that, like, mm-hmm. to some extent, I have to be covered under it. Yeah. Even even at Bed Bath & Beyond, like, take the banking part of it. When I worked retail, if somebody came in and was like, give me all the money, you gave it to them. Yeah. And, again, I think if, in the, if somebody stole something out of the store, you're not allowed to chase them. You let them go. And they call the cops and whatever, but it's the same thing because also you don't ever want to like trap that person in the store or bank with you. Yeah. So you're not supposed to lock the doors right. until they leave. Right. So it's it's uh it was definitely interesting because I was like, oh, this is like a whole nother aspect of it. It's like somebody's waiting till after night. There's nobody there. They're not killing anybody. Literally just taking money, and it's like I had to look up. I had to look up the difference between robbery, burglary, and heist, and I found out that heist is just a fancy fucking word for burglary. <laughs> but it's is it just is just taking like actual materialistic things with other people uh, not a, involved? A heist, or? if you look it up, I mean, there's there's very there's very little information about it. The dictionary even has it specifically as Ocean's Eight. I know. <laughs> it was like taking something from a museum, a jewelry, or no, a jeweler, uh, an art dealer. Like, you know what I mean? They have like a list of things. And then for the synonyms, it would be like, it would just be like robbery, burglary, like that. Right. I'm like, okay, cool. So, like, if there's a person, it's a heist down to a robbery. If it, there's no person, it's a heist down to a burglary. There's no, like, charge, like, you've been charged with a heist. No. Right. That's just what it is for, like, a... It's like a flashy title mm-hmm. for it. It's still just a burglary. The reason I got on this kick or thought about this as I watched that documentary about the museum in Boston that had the Rembrandt in it that got mm-hmm. stolen on St. Patrick's Day. Oh, I did not even hear about and that. And they took, like... And also destroyed a shitload of paintings. Oh, damn. It was pretty interesting, too. I don't know what year that happened, but it was like, they did, I believe that they did it on, like, St. Patrick's Day, so it was, like, wild in Boston. What year? I think it was 98. I want to say it was 98, but... See, so mine, these, like, old fucks, 
did this shit in 2015. But the one thing that really makes, that absolutely blows my mind is this is a place that's been around since 750. The elevator was disabled from going down to the basement level, but like not filled in. They just put like a metal shutter, a metal shutter pulled down in front of the elevator door in the business side. So these guys just moved, you know, they got an elevator, went up to the second floor, disabled it, and then went down and then just jacked the thing up and then got in from there. Like, yo, fill that in. You are a biz, what? Like, how? Well, it sounds like this place didn't have, like, that high security. Yeah, Like, this is the thing about, like, the place that I talked about was, like, high There are no residents above this place. Yeah, there are no people who have the code that are living there. I mean, there's... Literally, the biggest thing they kept saying is there's there's security guards walking around the whole city all the time, yeah, constantly just because of what's going on there. Yeah. So, to me, I'm like shit. Like that's nuts. That they got away with that. Like, yeah. imagine if he didn't freak out and this was just like an at large crime. Imagine if these guys had just read the directions on the fucking on the uh, they would hydraulic. Have, they would have had. The reason it was only 73 deposit box out of 999 is because they didn't do it Friday night. They had to do it on Saturday night after they, you know what I mean? Fucked up. Exactly, with less people. Which oh, and like one of the guy, one of the guys too almost went into diabetic shock because he had diabetes. And he and, forgot his insulin. And No, no, luckily he had his insulin. He had insulin and glucose. I think they actually... The guy in the in one of the movies they like made it really dramatic, but like it, I think it was the glucose he needed, but okay. like like almost he he had to inject himself with something in the like while doing that. If they had just used that stuff right, they would have gotten away with it completely. You know what I mean? There would have been nothing, nothing. The only thing that really got them in trouble was the Mercedes going to pick up the tool the on Saturday. They like. Found that well, like, that's essentially it. been, it's them going back. Right. Really, them th- like granted they did all this stuff so they were able to finish, but if they never had to go back, like it's insane to me that they were gonna go back. Like what? Yeah, no, they had a couple of different dramatic things. I, I watched. There's like three different movies and uh, the one miniseries and a documentary, and I watched the three movies and the miniseries. So, like, there were a couple different very dramatic parts of Brian being, like, he's, like, they call him the master. That's And it was almost like a self-given title. He liked being called it. He, like, I'm the smartest fucking blah, 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 which is, shows through that fucking plan. Like, yo, it would have worked if everybody just listened to him. The way, oh, my God, it's so, it's so incredible to think about that. There were some photos in some of the safe deposit boxes that were extremely... <laughs> Let's see, what's the like word? Risking. Yeah, like blackmailing, like blackmailing type stuff. Oh, shit. And like... they threw that stuff right on the ground. for le- So when the people came in, okay, here's another crazy thing too. The same security guard that he was like- Did call- the lap, He yeah. was called by the person, yo, go check it out. He goes, checks it out, and then calls them. Hey, check the front door, check the back door. Everything's locked. I hear nothing, blah, blah, blah. He's on the left. He's at home. He was the first person there on Tuesday morning. Oh, he shit. shows up and he's dude. Could you imagine that? You're like, I was here. I'm getting fired. No, oh, yeah. I'm getting fired. I'm probably getting arrested. Yeah, I might I'm be getting. Of, I'm an accomplice. He was a he was a twenty. So they said that he was there for twenty years, and the, even like the people, the owners of 
the place itself were like, don't even, like, he's part of the family, don't, don't. He didn't do it, yeah. Yeah, but I don't know. It was crazy to think that, like, he showed up, they had keys, maybe, to the front door, at least. Um, They knew the code, and he's the first person. Dude, oh my god, I can just imagine that, like. Easter, you probably had a fun Easter. You know yeah. what I mean? Oh, Drinking fuck. that blood of I Christ, to, honey. I have to show up on Friday. Oh my God, dude. It's the beginning of my weekend. Yeah. Fine, I'll show up. And he's like, shit's cool, dude. Am I good? All right, later. And then goes off and has a great weekend and, co- and comes in to, like, not only comes into, like, fucking shit, but, like, oh, I, I voted for that guy or something. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, what the fuck? Oh or, God. like, seeing blackmail of people that come in, like, every week to exactly. check in. Like, <laughs> blackmailing oh each other. God, dude. It's so crazy. That, yeah. That was crazy. And then, like, to think about all the different people who have safe deposit box there and they're like... Well, it's also interesting to me. Like, what? I don't have one. What? I mean, I have no money, so... Yeah. 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 <laughs> Let's be real. But, what the... F- like, what would you... Like... What would you have one of those for? What do you hide? I feel like it's something you're hiding shit from people. Like, even if it's diamonds or money or whatever, why aren't you, like, if you had a fucking stack of money, why wouldn't you invest it or, like, put it in a CD or, like, or it's like, oh, this is not tax somehow, but I'm going to just put this in a safe deposit box. That guy who, like, is like, I lost everything, blah, 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 because I didn't, I decided to stop paying the insurance. It's like, what was in there? Oh, diamonds and stacks of cash. Right. What the fuck? Right, and it's <laughs> and it's too. The thing is, is insurance for you to, excuse me, have insurance on that stuff. You have to say where it's from. Oh uh, yeah. It has to have like a trail. Like, so that's probably why. A bunch that's of people probably don't a, have. exactly where it's like. Yeah. But like, what the fuck is that from? Yeah. For real. What are they doing? Yeah. And that that was another thing too. Uh, they were saying those seventy three that were targeted were like specifically tar- like only set those 73 safe deposit boxes had 14.5 million dollars in those 73 things. Yeah. You know what and I they mean? had no idea. They just opened random ones, right? It's so funny like reading all these different articles that security guard being like oh, it had to be an inside job. These people had to know which ones are the good ones. And then the ro- the other robber being like, "Oh yeah, they had to know blah, blah, blah. And these guys just being like, "We're old and wanted money." You just <laughs> like, opened them all. No, yeah. sitting over a pub like all of them are criminals and they're just sitting there like, "Could you imagine?" That boy should be fucking great. We yeah. did that. Yeah. Oh, that fucking up with all that money. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, dude, I fucking relate. I relate, you know? Yeah. <laughs> no, I mean, yeah, I think it's like... But again, it's, again, it just like makes me feel like these people with these safety deposit boxes, yeah. like, they're criminals, too. Yeah, yeah true. I know, I know I'm speculating here, but true. I'm just like... For real. Why wouldn't, like, I would. I mean, if I had all these, if I inherited all these diamonds, I'd be like, well, I got them from the Queen of England because I'm a descendant. <laughs> and this is the paper trail. I need insurance on these. Yeah. Oh, you need money for the, here's a diamond right. for the insurance for the rest of the bigger <laughs> diamonds. Right? It's like, what? For the rest of time. Yeah, for the rest of, suck it. <laughs> suck my dick. Take this, right? I don't know. It just... Yo, when I was watching when I was watching the miniseries part, they do an amazing job of like so it's four of them definitely. So it's the three guys who went in and then the one getaway driver. And they do an amazing job of like Basil. I think they call they all, Basil. They all call him Basil instead of Basil. Um 
but he does like an amazing job of like finding all the very expensive things. Like he's the very meticulous and smart one. And so he didn't have, he never paid taxes. He uh-huh. had like n- almost no information. And when they finally caught him three, I think they, they knew where he was, but they wanted him with some evidence. Like, yeah. And they found to him get, with to some nail stuff. Him, to and nail they him. only found him with like, you know, it was probably only one of his stashes and they found it was like a hundred and... Uh, so he's like, no sweat, 000. I'll go to jail for 10 years. Yeah. I'll make it I, I mean, still, he's 60 my years cre- old now. My grandkids are going to kick it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, fuck? for real, dude, for real. Like, that's crazy. That's 100 and something. So, like, he got he got caught three years later, two miles from the spot that they robbed. Damn. Yeah. He had, like, a place there. Like, I don't, up. I don't know about you, and this might be, like, a little bit off topic, but since we're talking, like, I fantasize about, like, winning the lottery or, like, mm-hmm. you know, I buy scratch tickets a lot, and I'm like, I'm gonna, and I literally envision myself winning and what I would do with the money and all this shit. So, yeah. I mean, if I had the knowledge, not that I would do this yeah. ever, like, repeat how- that, <laughs> I would never do this. I would get caught immediately. Like, yeah. I'd be, like, opening yeah. the door to, like, think about it, and people are like, she did it. <laughs> So, because like, also like as you're opening the door on the other to, like, side, Kayla, to, we knew it was you. Yeah, and I'd be like, "What? Nothing <laughs> happened yet." But you know, it just this vision of just being like, which is kind of sad, right? It's like just being so financially stable that you yeah. could, you don't have to worry about anything. Yeah, and it's 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 shitty, right? That it's like, I don't, you know, the one percent doesn't think about that they make it seem like like, i'm gonna go to the moon because i have everything (laughs) they make it seem like you're selfish for wanting like a lot of money they're like oh my god money can't buy happiness where we're like uh but i mean we're not even we're not talking i'd be happy if someone gave me a hundred thousand dollars and be like holy shit i'm on the top of the world and that's not even comparable to like either of these heights yeah it was really cool so like when when they were going through one different part of it when they were doing their first part of their split up it was most of the guys, and I don't know if this actually happened. This is all probably like speculation or for movie shit. But they're doing like whoever wants whatever. You can pick what you want and put it in your pile. And then if one other person is like, ooh, I want that too, then you flip for it. That's basically it. And so most of the guys are grabbing like they see the gold bars and they're going for it. They're like, oh, my God, I want the gold bars. But Basil is like specifically looking for like small diamonds any like small jewelry Rolex, he's like looking for all the Rolexes that the bars of gold. One of the guys later on is like, "Yeah, those are worth one hundred and eighty thousand dollars a piece." While Basil is getting like a diamond this much, that's there's worth, like, like twenty thousand, but it's probably easier yeah, to move. Yeah, exactly. It's a lot easier like, to so, move. And he's got so. like a bunch of them or like Rolexes. It was so much smarter. And then he's like grabbing all Swedish money. I think that's that's like you know Swiss. They're neutral. They're not trying to have to fucking arrest anybody. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sure, that. That's why. <laughs> but like, I don't know. I've, Maybe it's just easier to exchange or dude, something. Dude, you know that he. I feel like he got away with a bunch of money, and, but all the old dudes. I mean, they are willing to flip on themselves to try to get out of jail. But they are like nothing. They'll say nothing about each other. Nothing about. Oh yeah, they're so. They I even know. like conv- they've Same convicted. Same with these guys. Ba- like they've convicted Basil, and like they're like, okay, cool. We know who he is. That's him, right? And they're like, no, nope. never met him. No yeah. idea who he is. That's how they. That's how Leonardo was too. He didn't sell anybody Fucking... out. He used these names. He's like, I don't know their real names. Yeah, so I have no idea what they look Fucking like. Fucking respect a, thing that yeah. I could never understand. I mean, I could. I, I feel like I definitely could, but like, holy shit. The opening on one of these, uh, like, you know, just somebody that did the, re- like, YouTube video type thing, it talked about how many 
hours and years you had to work to make a hundred million dollars. Like just as like a general average employee and it was like 250 years or some heinous bullshit. And I was like, wow, really to put the salt in that one. Yeah, for real. So so how much did they actually get away with? They actually got away with 20 million. Yeah, that no one knows. Well, yeah, that no one knows where it went. And then there's but five this people. Is, this is the thing that I was also confused about because I wasn't, I don't know if there was actually a hundred million stolen from the Diamond Center, but they only got the 20 million. And then, like I said. Who says they only got 20 million? Ex- exactly. Okay. Exactly. Okay, cool. You don't, yeah, because none of it was really. Yeah. Yep. That's but great. the Diamond Center still operates and is open, and like those people just, they were like, well, too fucking bad. You didn't insure it. Yeah. Kind of thing, and I, I'm sure that they've changed the locks. and, But I mean, like, trash bags, styrofoam yeah. to, for the thermal centers, hairspray mm-hmm. or perfume. To me, the aerosol makes more sense to me than mm-hmm. perfume. Like, what the fuck's that doing? <laughs> a ladder in a garden with no cameras, an aluminum plate, and I think it was, I don't know, it's not polyester, that's fucking fabric, but it was something to begin with a P that they, when they first got on, the balcony, he just made this shield to block that sensor. Okay. For it to be like... So you can get a household. And it, in my mind, I'm like, did it... Like, I don't even think this took them two years to figure out. Like, yeah. I feel like this stuff was like, oh, you just do it this way. <laughs> so, interesting. Yeah. But. Boom. Thank you. Thank, no, no, thank you. Okay, thank yeah, you. I understand. Thank oh. you all. Oh, these people? I enjoy it a lot. Catch you next time. Do you guys have a bunch of money to give us from any heists? We'll keep you anonymous. Loyalty. (laughs) Send us an email. Thanks for listening.